Welcome to the Spirited Leaders Podcast. Here we dive into all things leadership, spirituality, business, mindset, wealth, and energy to inspire and empower you to make the impact you're here for while loving your life. I am your host, Rachel White, coach, speaker, published author, and the creator of the Spirited Leaders brand, including this podcast and our magazine. Thank you so much for being here. Enjoy this episode. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. I have Amy Belair with me. Welcome, Amy. Hi, thank you. Welcome. Welcome me. (laughs) Thanks. Um, So Amy is a starseed, Akashic reader, magic activator, and 5D coach. So exciting, exciting titles. And I'm super excited to dive into what exactly all of those words mean for anyone that's kind of new to these more spiritual concepts. But I thought Amy would start with just a little bit of your backstory. Um, Maybe you can start with what you're doing now and just a little bit on your journey leading you up to this place in your life. Sure. So right now I'm reading the Akashic Records for people. Um, I'm doing one-off sessions and I'm also doing like uh, 5D Akashic coaching. So basically people who find benefit from um, the readings and who want to work together in a more ongoing way or who are in my courses or in my community who want to work together towards really amazing shifts and transformation in all areas of their lives. Uh, Sort of um, learning how to navigate life from a 5D perspective rather than a 3D perspective and opening up all kinds of magic. So that's what I do in terms of services, but like the overarching thing that I'm doing is trying to create a conversation in a community around spiritual concepts, particularly spiritual awakening. Um, I'm trying to kind of normalize it and demystify it and honor it all at the same time. Because when I was younger and I started going through my own spiritual awakening, I felt like such a freak. I felt crazy. I felt so like alone and um, really wished that I had a community to sort of ground into. And that was like pre-popular internet, like the internet existed, but it wasn't what it is today. And so um, I didn't really feel like I had the benefit of an internet community to connect with. But I'm just so interested in everybody's experience of spiritual awakening and sort of waking up to the idea that, or even the lived experience, that there's more to this life and there's more to, you know, the human existence on earth than we're kind of generally taught, at least in Western culture anyways. Mm. And is that how you would really define a spiritual awakening, just waking up to that knowing that there, there is more? Is that simply what an awakening is or is it like a big magical experience in some way? Oh, well, I think, I mean, I would define it as waking up to like, yeah, that there's something more, more specifically that like the rules that we think apply to reality are much more flexible and bendable than we generally believe. And that we don't, you know, like that we are souls, that we don't just end when this life ends so that there's a lot more consciousness available to us. And I think that, (laughs) 
in some ways, some people have huge magical experiences. Other people have huge traumatic experiences. Some people have both and other people have these like little by little piece by piece unfolding experiences, but it's totally unique to everyone. Yeah. So you said that um, like some of the rules we've been conditioned to believe are more flexible. What are, what are some examples or some in your spiritual awakening, some things that you discovered, like that you used to think, and then you discovered, oh, there's actually a different way to look at this. Oh, sure. So the biggest one that comes to mind is time. Um, That was a really hard one for me to navigate on my own because uh, it just felt like walking in two worlds at once. And, um, but I couldn't really seem to connect with um, very many people who like understood what I was talking about. And so on one hand, we obviously experience time in a linear manner, like where it unfolds moment by moment. And like, we kind of move from past to present to future. But on the other hand, um, everything is really happening all at once, but it's all in motion. Like, so the way I see it is that there's kind of like um, parallel timelines, like multiple realities for each of us in a given incarnation. Um, And we are constantly moving back and forth in between these different um, parallel timelines. So while we feel like we're moving forward, we're actually moving laterally in between different versions of ourselves and different potential pathways. And it's just like all of those pathways to me seem like very alive Um, but it's, or very real, I suppose, but it's our consciousness, our conscious presence that actually like animates it and brings it into full technicolor experience. Um, and so when it's all happening at the same time, you just, you realize that time is actually really flexible. Um, it's just that our brains are processors and we process it. Um, frame by frame, kind of like a movie reel, like the whole thing exists on the reel, the whole movie is there, but we are the projectors, and when you load up the movie, it comes out frame by frame. Mm, That's such a cool way to think about it. Yeah, Yeah. it gives such like a a visual, like a way that our brain actually understands that, yeah, the whole movie's there, and we're just processing it in in that linear way that our brain thinks of time. That's really cool. I love that. Um, Okay, I, I would love to start talking about the Akashic Records. So for anyone that's never heard of that word before, do you want to give a little intro? Like, what is it? How do you access it? Can everyone access it? Like, what's the yeah. 101 on it? Okay, the 101 is, so this might be, uh, this might differ from other people's um, explanations of it. I haven't actually read a lot of books about it. I've read half of one book about it. Um, but what I find is that sometimes we hear about them as being like a hall of books or like a gigantic library full of records. But I think that's just our human psyche's way of like creating a visual symbol for um, something that's much more abstract than that. And actually, the um, Akashic records are referring to uh, the Akashic field, which is like a field of vibrational um, consciousness. And the, the vibration is very high, and it 
it has this um, special unique quality where it like records an imprint of every every thought we ever think every feeling we ever feel every word we ever speak every action we ever commit and uh, it just holds that imprint and so when we talk about the akashic records it's about tuning into uh, an individual soul's you know history of of all those imprints mm. and so so i hope that makes sense it's not a location it's a field of consciousness it's a, a rate of vibration and everybody totally can access it absolutely it's just about training our own vibration to sort of like get that high mm. so you said it has an imprint is that across all time or yeah it's yeah, all time ever. Some people say, I've heard some people talk about it and say that it's just for humans and that I'm not entirely sure. Um, like, I I don't know, truthfully, because I can access people. Sometimes people I speak to have had incarnations in other, other places, other dimensions, um, and I can access that information. So I'm not sure if I'm not sure if that's true. Um, there, I think it's like an infinite field, honestly, and, a, and it just records everything across time. The way my brain conceives of it is it's like um, kind of almost like got a dual nature. Like on one hand, it's like a plasma-like substance that kind of, you know, like records, like say if you press your finger onto a, like Play-Doh or plasticine or something, it holds a shallow imprint of your fingerprint. Um, so kind of that kind of quality, but also being uh, like a cloud or a mist, like very light. And when you zero in on the individual droplets that make the mist, it's like a whole story that opens up. Amazing. So it basically has like the story of our soul across all time and space. And yes. <laughs> like what's the, I guess, the benefit of like you me as a human experiencing this lifetime what's the benefit to access these records and to see what's within them oh my gosh well first of all because it's super cool and exciting to find out like where we've been and who who we really are i feel like even that alone just to find out more about yourself i mean mm. I think we're endlessly fascinated by ourselves and we kind of intuitively know that we are like the deepest, most amazing mystery that could ever be. Um, but also like for more practical purposes, it, it seems to be really good for um, helping people. So it kind of gives you a soul's eye view, I guess. If you're looking at your life and you feel really stuck in a particular problem or a particular pattern, or like you're really curious about why, you know, a certain relationship with somebody in your life seems to always be so difficult, even though there's a lot of love there or whatever, it just gives that like elevated overview so you can kind of understand like, oh, right that's why and from a soul perspective we might have made this agreement or this might be the sort of theme that we're trying to work through and rise above um so it can be really helpful to unstuck what is stuck and it can also really help to shed light on like a missing piece of the puzzle so 
if somebody has um, like a trauma or something that they aren't really acknowledging or maybe they don't remember, um, it helps to bring that to the surface and just give that added, it's like a piece of the puzzle so that you can finally see the bigger picture. Mm -hmm. um, it's also super helpful for um, like if you want to kind of see the likely trajectory of where your soul is going and where your soul is calling you to go. So um, even if you don't have any problems per se, but you're kind of like, well, what's the most aligned thing for me to do in order to, you know, snap into this timeline and manifest this outcome? It can give you that kind of information as well. It's kind of like, I don't know, I feel like it's the go-to place for everything. It's kind of like Google, like you just... <laughs> Insert a question and out comes some answer or another. <laughs> That's so cool. Like Google for your own personal soul. That's amazing. Yes. <laughs> we can spend so long like in actual Google, like searching for things and trying to find what is relevant for, for us, what we relate to. But if we just have access to our own personal Google, that gives us, I love how you said like the soul, the soul's eye view um, <laughs> or everything we could ever need to know. That is so cool it's like why wouldn't everyone want to access this wisdom? yes totally it's so powerful yeah amazing so I, I do want to mention um just for everyone listening that I have had a reading with Amy um back a couple of days ago now and it was so amazing it was a really beautiful experience for me and a lot of a lot of what Amy was saying I kind of was already intuitively receiving those messages and felt really guided in that way already and like yeah so I highly recommend having booking in a reading with Amy I'll put all the details oh, thank you. Reading, like in the show notes and everything <laughs> um but I, I would love to dive into a little bit in like how can everyone listening start to tap into their own records yeah for sure so i I truly believe that the records are our birthright. The Akashic field is our birthright for us to access and nobody owns it. And there are a bunch of different ways that you can learn about doing it. But I also believe that, I believe that our belief is like the most powerful thing that we have. And so um, you don't have to go about anybody's specific route to accessing the Akasha. Everybody is able to do it. Um, that being said, there are a whole bunch of books. There are different courses. I run a program. Um, mm -hmm. uh, I took a program. That's how I learned how to do it. I feel like those are useful tools, um, but the main thing is that everybody can access it. And the sort of summary of the program that I run to learn how to do it is that it's a, like I said, it's a a field of consciousness and it vibrates at a certain rate that matches what we would emotionally relate to as grace and love so it's a it's like a vibration of complete understanding and no judgment and you know when you're in that when you're having a day where everything just feels right and like it's just flowing right and you 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 somebody flips you the bird in traffic and you genuinely love them you're like I'm not even offended you're just having a bad day brother I love you like that that feeling is is very very close to um the Akashic field 
And I also believe that many of us have been accessing it if we're already kind of spiritual and we already have like a, um, you know, like an elevated baseline vibration uh, where we're generally in a good mood. We generally feel true love for everybody. It doesn't mean we don't have our human moments. I certainly do. But uh, where overall we're feeling really, um, you know, full of grace and love and forgiveness and understanding and all that stuff then many of us are already accessing it and we don't even realize it because it's very, it's very subtle. Um, so if you want to access the Akashic Records, really all you do is just work at getting your vibration higher. And the way that feels is just to like, just getting to a place where you just freaking feel good and nobody can really like knock you off your good feeling. And even if they do, it's really brief because you're just in control of, how you feel about being alive and being in the world and all your fellow human beings. Um, and, and it really just takes you to that place and you suddenly start to receive information and like broader perspective and understanding you, you from that place. If you're ever feeling that way, try asking yourself a question. Um, like, you know, why do I say, for example, why do I struggle with uh, my health? Why can't I find um, perfect, balance in my health, perfect homeostasis. Why do I keep having this symptom um, crop up again? And just give space and you'll probably receive an answer because you're probably uh, close enough to the Akashic field that you can receive it. Uh, it's way easier than we imagine it is. We like to make it like mystical and complicated and like super special and only certain people can do it. But I just don't think that's true. Mm, yeah I love that explanation that like it is as simple as asking a question receive the answer and yes there's like some prep work in raising your vibration and, and all that before you kind of get those really clear guidance and answers um, mm -hmm. but yeah, it's not reserved for anyone special we can all have access to that which is really amazing yeah are there any other like practices or topics that you would um, like to talk about that you work with in terms of owning and our own magic and using that magic in our business or our leadership or impact in whatever way we want to create it? Oh my gosh, yes. Okay, magic is real <laughs> and uh, we are magic. <clears throat> so I'll share with you my beliefs. Of course, they're my beliefs and nobody is required to subscribe to them. But uh, I deeply, deeply believe that we are divine beings that we are it's so hard to explain in words but we're like unique focus points for the entirety of all the total consciousness that is like mm -hmm. it just has broken off into these tiny unique focus points to provide a unique perspective and we're all so sacred and special and important and gifted like none of us is here by accident None of us is like, you know, unimportant coincidence of reproductive physiology. We're all very special and we're very magic. And I believe that we've been really brainwashed out of that by, um, you know, a lot of societal programming and uh, prior to that, or even currently, depending on where you live and your experience, a lot of religious programming, just a lot of things that tell us like, you know, like, whereas at, at a point in the past, it was more overwhelmingly religious based kind of telling us that um, we are born into sin and that we need to access God through a middle, a middleman. <clears throat> now it's more like 
science is the, um, like the, I don't know, it's the thing that's put on a pedestal and that everything can be broken down into just like, you know, a scientific explanation, like even like the topic of love. I remember probably like 10 or 15 years ago when it was this big thing that they reduced the emotion of love down to like a chemical cocktail and they were able to isolate most of the chemicals that go through our body. But really when you think about it, it's so much more complicated than that. And at any given time, and I say this as just like not eight months ago, I was working as a healthcare professional. So this is no disrespect to healthcare, but at any given time, there's so much more that we don't know about the human body than what we do know mm. scientifically. So all of this has kind of combined to make us believe that we're, you know, just here. And like, we're not that special or important, but actually we're all super special and important and we're all super magic. I really believe that we all have access to our psychic and intuitive gifts, um, but they've really just been shut down uh, through many generations of programming that it's not safe to have those. And that um, now is a really wonderful time to start to reawaken that and we get to use it in whatever way we want like uh, if we feel called to run our own businesses then we get to use our our intuition our flow our connection with like powerful symbols powerful um, energies archetypes deities like angels archangels whatever we feel connected to to amplify our own um, our own magic and, and the outcomes that we want to manifest for ourselves. And if we want to be um, employees or if we want to be uh, stay-at-home moms or like whatever, whatever it is that we want to do, we get to integrate our magic into it. Nothing has to be mundane and, and devoid of magic is my, that's my opinion from yes. my soapbox. <laughs> I, love I love everything so much. Do you want to define what you mean when you say magic because like I think yes, for a lot of people when you think magic you think you know like Harry Potter um you know like definitely the one so what do you mean when you say magic yeah definitely I mean I think the reason Harry Potter uh you know really captivated so many of our hearts and our imaginations and stuff is because there's a part of us that it stirs inside that it's like I always knew it was like that I just can't find it like I've been I've been told this whole time that I'm a muggle but I know I actually belong at Hogwarts <laughs> um but I of course like Harry Potter I mean the books are totally different from the movies but of course it they in the books especially you know, they work very hard, they study very hard, they have to practice all the time in order to, um, you know, achieve their results. But I think that there is a distinction between magic and working with spells, which I have experienced myself as being legitimate and it works, um, and also magic in terms of just being like a, a divine a divine expression of like the all totality oneness that like has you know immense power in our pinky finger and we don't even realize it um i i have been trying to articulate this in my facebook group lately to some success or another but i did i i did a spell i don't really play with spell magic i don't have anything against it at all whatsoever it's just that i had an experience that told me that it was real <laughs> mm -hmm. and it was like 
I don't know, when I was 19, I did a love spell. I wanted a boyfriend. I did it under the full moon. I used patchouli oil and I wrote out this list of everything, whatever. I can't even remember the actual procedure, but oh, not even like two weeks later, I had a boyfriend who matched everything on that list and it was ridiculous and detailed and like right down to the kind of clothes he wore, the kind of music he listened to, um, everything. And that kind of, that kind of scared me a little bit. And then my best friend did the same thing and it sort of backfired on her a little. And it made me realize that like there was a lot to it that I didn't understand. So ever since then, I've kind of put it down and, and left it aside. And I sort of prefer to work through the vehicle of manifestation rather than mm. um, magic spellcrafting. But either way, we're super powerful and things aren't what they seem. They're more than what they seem. Mm. That's what I mean by magic. Yeah. Amazing. Oh, I love it so much. Okay. Um, so we have a couple more minutes. Is there anything else that you would just really love to say? Oh my goodness. <clears throat> I guess it's just really to reiterate that no matter what, how anybody has ever, um, treated you, no matter what you've been through, no matter whether, you feel seen by the people in your life or not. Um, you are special, you are important, you have gifts to share, and you're here because you were, you're wanted here. You, like a call was sent forth and you said, I'll come. Um, it's exciting for us all to be here, even though that probably sounds crazy uh, on the surface. It's an intense place to be. But from the soul perspective, um, we all really do desire to come to earth and come into physical manifestation. And um, I think that the, the low self-worth that people have is one of the, the hardest challenges that we have to get over um, collectively to remember that we're all so, so important. Mm. I love that. That's such a beautiful place to end. Just a reminder that every single one of you listening are so important, so magical and yeah, have, yeah, everything isn't what it seems. Everything you've said, I love it so much. Um, okay. So to wrap us up, where can everyone find you online and connect with you? Okay. Um, I'd say the place that I'm currently the most active is my Facebook group, which is called soul space. Um, and I'm going live there most days of the week right now. I also have a podcast called third eye awakening, which is really just all about spiritual and psychic awakening in some form or another. Um, and then I have, Oh, my website isn't up yet. I had to recreate my website. So <laughs> just connect with me at one of those places or I'm on Instagram at the North star dot love. Yeah. Amazing. And I'll put all these links in the show notes. Thank you so much for being here, Amy. I've loved everything you've shared so much. Um, like I mentioned earlier, my reading with you was amazing and I highly, highly recommend everyone listening. If you want to get um, a cashy reading to reach out to Amy, just thank, thank you. So much. you. Thank you for having me. And I'll quickly say, I should have mentioned earlier, I have a promotion, uh, like really significant discount on my readings for the month of August. So if anybody hears and they're like, oh, that's for me, uh, definitely take advantage in August because on September 1st, they'll go back up to the regular price. Yeah. I think when this episode goes out, it might be past August. Oh, um, no. <laughs> but yeah, I'm sure like 
It's worth. If it's any of your listeners, if they tell me that they were your listeners, then I will honor that. Okay. Sounds yeah. amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me, Rachel. Thank you so much for listening. If you have loved this episode, I would love for you to take a screenshot and tag me in your Instagram story at by Rachel White. Reach out to me anytime with your insights and questions. Have a beautiful day.